I got addicted to running. The weight was falling off me and it was just mile after mile after mile of running and I just enjoyed it. I actually did the first one and, and you get that time. The first thing you do when you cross the line is say never again. Yes. That's the great. first thing you say, never again. You get home, you look at the time, you reflect back and you think, I need to beat that time. So you start looking for the next one. Straight away, you're looking for the next one. I've done a seven in seven. Wow. Seven, mar mar seven marathons in seven days. Or to simplify, eight in nine days. So I did Snowden on the Saturday, travelled to my next destination on the Sunday, then started running on the Monday and did seven on the trot. Well, the last run I did, my hundredth, was aptly named Run to the Pub. Oh, wow. And yeah. did you did you afterwards run? Well, we start and finish at the pub, so there's a beer waiting. Hi, my name is Michelle Lewis. Ten years ago, you'd have been lucky to see me run to the end of the road. These days, running is second nature to me. From marathons to park runs to putting my own running group through their paces, you'll often see me in suitably loud attire, getting ready to pound the pavements. And here's a secret. If I can do it, you can too. There's so many wonderful and inspiring stories in the world of running. And not just running, some of my favourite tales involve those who take to their wheelchairs, bikes or simply their own trusty feet in an attempt to get fitter, faster or just have some fun. In this podcast, I'm going to be in conversation with some of the most inspiring and fascinating of these people. Remember, it's your time, your speed, your way. The only person you need to keep up with is yourself. This week we've got something quite exciting. Most people on their bucket list only have one marathon in mind. My next guest tends to, well, want to go a bit more than that and add two zeros next to that one. Without further ado, let's meet John Eels. Hi, John. Thanks for Hi, talking. Hi, How no are you? Problem. All good. All good. In these circumstances? Yes. Uh, with the COVID going on in oh, 2020. Right. Yes. Interesting yes. times. How are you coping with that? I'm coping good with that. But with the injury, not so good. Okay. I'm, inju I'm injured at the minute. Okay. Yeah. Like myself. We'll talk about that yeah. later on. No problem. But to start off, I want to know, have you always been a runner? No. I didn't start running till it would have been August 2012. I stopped smoking, ballooned, my, my, my weight ballooned right up to 18 stone. Wow. And I thought I need to do something here. And that was it. I started down in Wimborne on holiday where nobody knew me, just to the paper shop each morning. And by the end of the week, I could run two miles. And that was the start of the journey. You know yourself, once you get addicted to running, you just want to run. So was it 2012, the year of the Olympics in London? Was that a big influence on that year in uh, particular? No, I wouldn't say that was an influence on, on it. It was just my weight. My weight just, I ballooned right up. Yeah. And then I just get bigger and bigger. I thought, oh, I've got to do something. So by 2012, come, I thought, I've got to do something here. Your aim was losing weight. Just losing weight. That's all I wanted to do, yeah. And you were just starting off, what, running, walking around the block? Run, walk, run, walk. It, it, was, it was a mile to the shop down in Wimborne when I was on holiday. So it was a, like a mile there and a mile back. And it was like run half, walk half, run half. And by the end of the week, I was running there and back just for a newspaper. And then what? Then, then you... I come home, came home on holiday, felt more comfortable and just started running around the local block. 
and that was it. it I was away. And you then know, did so you join a club or did you just carry on running for a certain time on your own? On my own for a start, so I got confident. And then uh, there's a local cl club just starting up in Desborough, so I joined that. And then um, the rest was history. It just went away from there. So when was your first race? It would have been Stanwick Lakes, and it would probably be in December. So of twenty of twenty twelve. Twenty twelve, yeah. And what was it? A ten k half marathon? Just five k. Oh, 5K. just five k. Okay. Once around the lake, job done. And, and how did it. you feel? Afterwards, brilliant. Yeah. During it. <laughs> yeah. Same old story, never again. But afterwards, you never look back. By May the following year, I was at the Milton Keynes Marathon. Wow! So yeah. within a year, your first yeah. marathon. First marathon. How yeah. did you jump from five k to a marathon within a year of just starting running? I got addicted to running. The weight was falling off me, Brilliant. and it was just mile after mile after mile of running, and I just enjoyed it. And you wasn't running with anyone? You had no friends no. or family running with you? It's no. just you at the time? Just switched off and off I went. Milton Keynes first marathon and the time was 4 hours 50 minutes 39 seconds. Wow. And what was the feeling? Was that the very first? No, that wasn't the first marathon no, it where first it was raining one. near there at Milton that was Keynes. A, that was the next one when it was all flooded, yeah. Yeah. The feeling on that, on the start line, very, very nervous. And everybody said how bad I looked. And then when I come in, when you come in across that line, there's no other feeling. So that Agreed. was the start of the journey. So how long was it till this marathon number two? Uh, where would that have been? I don't know where that one was offhand. But it'd have been that year. Yeah. Straight away you you realised, hang on, marathons. marathons. And yeah. did you at that point in, in time say, I want to hit the 100? Or no. was it? No, until I got to near enough, probably 45. 50 marathons. Um, another chap that I, I used to run with, Sharky, we spoke about it then. We both spoke about it because we'd done a few together by then. So once, you, once, once the scales have tipped, there's no turning back. But how, you know, I'm like, I'm at 15 marathons and I'm, I'm not thinking of the 100 club yet. No way. Yeah, yeah the, the word yeah. that yet is there. Because <laughs> <laughs> mar <laughs> marathons are, you know, this, like any race, they are a challenge. You can get injured. Unfortunately, you have, which we'll talk a bit later. But you, you started in 2012. Like, you did, how many marathons, say, you did your first one at Milton Keynes in that year how many and when did you think hang on this is addictive I'm going to do this every weekend or once a month or once every quarter of a year what how did it escalate after you did the first one and, and you get that time the first thing you do when you cross the line is say never again yes that's the great. first thing you say never again you get home you look at the time you reflect back and you think I need to beat that time and need to beat that time. So you start looking for the next one. Straight away, you're looking for the next one. And it could have been, um, it could have been Leicester Marathon. I, 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 without looking at the actual spreadsheet, it could have been Leicester. So I probably got three, four in that year. Wow. It, it, because it was just switched off and run. 
I cannot talk because I've done five in one year, so I know the addiction. When yeah. <laughs> so um, you and I, we, we got really to know each other when um, you was doing your, I believe you're 72. 72 I ran with you. Yeah, that was at Milton Keynes and it was boiling hot. I turned up, I turned up just to do one lap of five miles just to get the goodie bag, which was a big bag of chocolate with Saxons, Vikings and Normans. And you had realised I'd done two marathons in recent months, Brighton and Barcelona, and said to my husband, nope, she's doing the marathon with me. And I did. And you did. It was my slowest time, but I had the most fun, most fun. Did you find that when you were getting more and more into marathons, you were seeing, you know, regular marathon runners? Is that what was keeping you going? Camaraderie between people, like running with you and and just having somebody with you. But when you get tired and having somebody with you, once you've done that many, you need that support. And, And everybody out there, who was on the quest as well, you know, like I said, the camaraderie, unbelievable, just egging you on all the while, just, you'd be at like Milton Keynes, Northampton, Leicester, Walton, it was the same people week after week. What so, number this week? What number, you know what I mean? So what marathon have you done the most? Um, I would say down in Walton on Thames with Phoenix running. Okay. That's along the Thames and it's just, what one point i think it's 1.6 mile out 1.6 mile back so it's 3.2 mile eight laps you gotta do that eight times oh they're the tough ones they're the ones that you have to switch off on i was Um, gonna say eight laps is challenging i've done two marathons like that and people don't seem to understand the first thing they say is don't you get bored but like you said with the people the support Mm. It, 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 it's not, you cannot get bored. There's one at Milton Keynes, 17 laps of a lake. Caldecott Lake, that's with Enigma. Thursday, per, per, in Thursday Lake. Yes, yes, Fursden? yes. Yeah, Thursday Lake, 17 times round. Oh, no. please is. tell me you haven't done that one. I love that one. I've done, you have to excuse the little boy a minute, it's just. It's, John's just showing me his dog on the podcast video. He <laughs> was on me lap and now he wants to Don't go. Don't worry, we're relaxed here. <laughs> we're very relaxed you said <laughs> Talking about, actually, you just, you know, sharing your dog with me there. Did you hear that this year there was a dog, actually part of the Enigma group, that has done 100 marathons? Really? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. There no. was a dog, in, and Milton Keynes was 100th marathon. So you're not the only one in the club. <laughs> yeah, there we go, eh? There we go. So what was with the conversation with Sharky that you had on your 45th marathon? What was it? Just a case of, well, I'm on 45. I might as well have yeah. a goal and reach 100. Well, we knew all the people who had done it and, and you know, because we had done 45 and there's people hitting their hundreds and you see what they're going through. And we just thought, right, shall we have a go? And like, like it was, yeah, let's go for it. Let's go for it. So it was a little bit of a race between me and Sharky for a start. Then he pulled away from me because, again, I got another injury. But we, we helped each other through it. We've done a lot of runs together. So know. what was your... So people can understand. Was this a case of... I'm sure it's got to be a marathon every weekend to reach this target or at least every other weekend. Or did you, 
did you do some events where you had a long period and then you'll do three or four marathons over you know weekends which some organizers tend to do events do most of them were doubles i've done a seven in seven wow seven marathons seven marathons in seven days or to simplify eight in nine days i did snowden on the saturday traveled to my next destination on the sunday then started running on the monday and did seven on the trot so, and how how did you prepare your body each day like what was your routine on that seven was it a case i run a marathon day one eat as much as i can sleep legs in the air and then start again what was the pattern uh, the, the, the first day is it's normal you, you get up you run then you, you come home relax wash chill eat sleep and, and you, you know the saying repeat yeah <laughs> eat sleep run repeat it was that i was stopping away down in worcestershire and on the wednesday i just could not stop in the hotel room so i actually came home wednesday night i went to the northampton club run night in northampton had a little run with them traveled back thursday morning for the start of the marathon so you I really are in. addicted to running or was yeah. back then? <laughs> was back then. It was, it was just a quest at 77. You weren't going to let that go. Do you know what I mean? The Thursday, we, we got halfway around at dinner time. And Steve, who was the uh, race director, he says, you're now halfway through your seven in seven. That's a scary thought. <laughs> Sorry, my cat now just walks over the laptop. We're having an animal nightmare on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> nice tail. <laughs> The 77, it, 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 that, that was a challenge on its own, but I would do it, if, if I could, I would do it again. So people can understand, I know for me, after one marathon, there's no, I could not think of doing another marathon the next day. Like, your body, you know, obviously you're a, you were able to do seven or eight in nine days. Mm. Was you getting slower each time to the point where by the time you got to five, six, seven, you was walking your way around or... Was your body, you know, was you improving with time as you um, came around? Day four and five are the quickest. Oh, Looking wow. At the times. Yeah, four and five. Because you, you just slow, you just, you've got to build yourself into it. And then you feel it once, again, once you've tipped the scales, it's that mentality, you tip the scales, right, I can go. The seventh day was a tough day because uh, there's a few people out there with injuries and we just helped them get around. There's one lad who finished the day on crutches. Oh. So we... We, we, we walked a couple of laps with him because he was on crutches. His, his leg won't take it, but he wasn't going to stop on the seventh day. Wow, so. that, that is true, isn't it? That's, <laughs> yes. That's so we, we, did a, we did a couple of laps walking just to get him home on crutches. So you had a bit of a, when you was coming close to your 100, you did have an injury, didn't you? Did you put you out for a couple of months or weeks? Yeah, that was a, that was a right tip. I fell down some steps. And that was the right tip. I had trouble on that. I had an edema in my uh, ball and socket. It's swollen up, so the ball wouldn't move in the socket. And then so how many marathons right did back. you have left then to do? There would have been did about eight to do. Did you think then this isn't going to happen? No, because I'd, I'd have walked them. <laughs> <laughs> I would have walked them. Yeah. Uh, and then, so how long was you out for? Because if I remember, it was a, a little while. That, that would have been four months, five months probably. And then did you do the eight quickly together or was it over yep. weeks? 
I did the 99th on the Saturday when I finished and the 100th on the Sunday. So I did two in the weekend just to get it finished. And I take it yes. you have not done a marathon since? Yeah, I've done three. So you're on 103. Have you I'm got a new target? Have you got a no. new target? So no. tell us now why, you know, you've turned more to cycling than running. Why? Injuries. It, 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 it could be through the running. It is through the running. I will tell you, it is through the running. I've had a niggle in my groin since Christmas. And I, I could feel it every time I ran. And I thought, oh, stop. It, it, it ease off, as true runners do, you know, Michelle, we, yes. we, we all go through it, we can run this off. A couple of days off, feel good, go again, back again. The time come when I was running and the people I was with overtook me and my head went, the pain came, I had to stop. And uh, the wife said, oh, we've got to get it checked, now I'm fine. Anyway, she persuaded me to get an x-ray and lo and behold, the femur neck it got a crack in it. Oh no. Yeah. So operation. Operation, fully pinned, full of metal. Ten weeks ago. I've been told that the, the days could be over. I don't want to say they are yet until uh, I've spoken to uh, Mr. Smith. But when he tells me, I've got to take his advice because it's right on the joint of the neck. How do you which... feel about that? Um. I've enjoyed what I've done. I've run that one marathon that everybody wants to do and run another 99. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, I've, I've enjoyed the running from, from the 5Ks, from the park runs to the marathons to the ultras. I've enjoyed it. I've had a good time. And it's something that I never thought I would do. So what happens, happens. Are you able to do short distance marathons? I can understand. He doesn't know yet. Until I'm back in in a couple of weeks and we've assessed it again, he doesn't know. He, he you, thinks the, the actual compact compounding will not take it. You do know you can become a volunteer at Parkrun. You know that, yes, yes. I, I, I've got my purple <laughs> T-shirt. And I have, I have volunteered more times at Corby than run it. Okay. I've been a volunteer than run it. Yeah, it's same as me, the, yeah. Because a three mile is just sheer hell for leather and I'm not built for that. No, you know no. I mean? so, so you've taken up cycling. Does that feel good that you're cycling. out in the fresh air again, and especially oh. at the moment with the COVID? At the moment, beautiful, yeah. I just could not wait to get on the bike. Well, when, when the surgeon said, oh, yes, you can go swimming, I said, well, there's no pools open. He said, you got a bike? I said, yeah, right, get on your bike. And I was away. The next day I was on my bike. Do you think you'll have a new challenge with the bike? Maybe Tour de France in your case? <laughs> Ah, uh, cycle to Skegness. <laughs> okay, okay. So doing all these marathons, have you been tempted at all to do, an, during that journey, an ultra? Have you ever done an ultra? I've, do, I've done, I mean, an ultra. What's an ultra? Is that over 28, 29 mile, isn't it, or somewhere? Well, in I've my done, case, I say anything over 26.2. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did. I've done one unofficially down in Walton. I ran an extra lap. Where I was meant to do eight laps, I did nine laps because okay. I, was running with a, uh, I, was, I was running with another girl and she had another lap to go. And I said, well, just keep me going. I'll come with you. So I went and did another lap with her. 
that's what so, I love about running, just the support. You know, the, uh, I, yeah, I went green leave on the last lap. I, she's got one more and I'd finish. You can't do it. So I'll run I another lap with her. Have you done London Marathon? Never done London. Never. I've only ever, I've only ever put in for it once. I've never... Never no, for... I've, Brighton. I, I always use Brighton. That's my big one. I've done Brighton now seven times. Have you done any abroad? None abroad. No. No. Snowdon, Wales. That's the first abroad I've been. Where have I been? York, Hull, Snowdon, Mablethorpe, Dorchester, Leicester, Stratford. So what's your what's your favourite out of all of them? My favourite, I'm going to say Mablethorpe. Why, why say Mablethorpe? Mablethorpe? Why Mablethorpe? Because I broke the four hours. Oh right! Wow. Three fifty-eight twenty-six. Wow! What was that so, feeling to think? Yes, under four. The feeling is unbelievable, and, and it, it's a story that I always tell because. The wife was there, my lad was there, and there was a, I could see them at different points, and they was they, they was telling me times. You know, you know, when you're a runner, you just want to run. You can do it. Oh man! So I, I forced myself to do it, and it, it it wasn't intentional. But once you knew it was there in the last couple of miles, you put your body through that little that little bit more. Do you and, agree um, that it does depend on the morning that you wake up how you f how that marathon's going to be? You can prepare, prepare, but on that morning... It's all on the day. It's all on that yes. day. It's all on that day. What helped me on that run was there was a half marathon as well, and it was two laps, and I was chasing these people down. But I didn't know they was doing the half, so I was way ahead of my pace anyway. Oh, okay. So that helped me. Well, but, generally for runners, it does not help, but you seem to have no. woke up on having a very good day. You had your Weetabix that day. Oh, yes. <laughs> so talking of food then, what's your preparation and what do you have after, you know, during and after? Before I run, porridge, and then I'll always have a bacon butty. That's Before. to start with. Before. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that sounds very filling. Yeah, I, I, during the run, I won't eat, not at all. Just a little drink. I don't drink much at all when I'm running. But then afterwards, it's as much as I can eat. You, you, know, you don't have anything during a marathon? Not uh, even drink? I'll, I'll have a little drink, but I can't. I don't stop and take a drink. I just no, wet no. my lips and, and away I go. Do you not lose a lot of salt or, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then afterwards, I'll just stuff my face. <laughs> whatever I can eat you know what I mean well at that time I mean, when you was doing a marathon every weekend it's you didn't have to worry burning 3,000 plus calories no, did you just went just eat it I know whatever I eat and I was going to burn off the next day so I was now you're not running are you watching what you eat yeah 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 especially during this lockdown and can't go anywhere or do anything it's I've had to put myself on a strict routine. Yes. A bit of toast in a bit of toast in the morning, a bit of food at twelve, and then tea at night. I've just got to stick to that routine. How does your wife feel having you back again at weekends now that you're not off <laughs> for long no. days? No, she 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 was she was my support. Every race I'd done she was there. What's your mood like? Because I know for me at the moment, being injured six weeks and no running, I'm one moody cow. What are you like? <laughs> I've calmed down. 
<laughs> ah, down. so men do get affected as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have calmed down. Um, and like I said previously, I've come to terms that it may not happen again. I've got the bike and that's the main thing. I've got the bike, I've got the dogs, I can walk the dogs. That's At least you can still walk. That's it, yeah. Yeah. Race yeah, walker. So. <laughs> I'm a race wobbler. I won't say a walker at the minute. I wobble. <laughs> so anyone starting out, what would you say? What would your best tips be? Prepare. You prepare the right way. I mean, there's a lot of people out there running at the minute, which is good to see with this COVID going on, the, the, the amount of runners we see walk running around. And, and I don't want to sound, but you can tell a, a, a novice runner. Yes, yes. And good on them, good on them, you know. Agree. And if you think of a marathon and you want to go that route, prepare, start off small, build up. When I look back now, I jumped in quick, but you know what I mean. And enjoy running. You've got to enjoy it. You've got to enjoy running. I am curious to know, what is your least favourite? I asked you earlier what? your favourite. What's your least favourite marathon so I can make a note of it? <sighs> Where would that have been? Milton Keynes. I've, I've never run well at Milton Keynes on the road, the main marathon. I've never had a good run. But when you get onto these Enigma ones around the lakes, again, the camaraderie gets you around them because you're passing people all the while. It's the same people. I've always said I'd never run at Milton Keynes again, but I think I've done that four times now. So the, the, the worst one then, when it was wet, when it flooded, we was knee deep in water in the subways, weren't we? Yes, yes, I remember that year. Yes. So that'd be the worst one. Oh, so did you? Because it was flooding under, because I had the same situation when I did a half. Did you go over the dual carriageways or did you run through the the pool of water somebody so we did a bit of both because you everyone was in front you kind of took the route they taken so if somebody went down you thought i've got to go down if somebody went over you thought well i'm going to follow you and how did you cope you must have got some chafing from being wet my feet are still struggling now i think <laughs> no you still got the blisters <laughs> um, still got the blisters yeah the feet the feet took the, the feet took the hammering wet socks oh no it's no good is it wet socks are no good but no, that was a, it was a testing day. So we don't, we, want to put, we don't want to put people off running completely, no, and especially never, those no. that are targeting 100. What does it feel like to own that 100 vest top or T-shirt? What have you got, either one? Well, the medal, the T-shirt, the hoodie, you, you, you get the lot. You, to oh, do you? I didn't know. I just thought it was a T-shirt. No, you get a medal, you get a hoodie. You know what I mean? It was on, on, on the day. Waking up on that day thinking this is it, it's just unbelievable what you've done. It, 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 you just think, Christ, here we go. And everybody's congratulating you. They all know. You just, and then the run is just an ordinary run until you're coming home and everybody's waiting for you and you have this posse of people behind you. And you cross that line and you just... So how does it work with the 100 Club? Like, how do they know? Like, do you have to register or how does it work? And are they there when they know it's your 100th? Is there a representative? Well, what happens is once you've done 50, you become associate member. You have to become associate member. And then you, you'll submit at, I think it was 50, 75 and 90. So when you get to 90, you have to go and tell them where your last 10 runs are, where you're looking to do your 10 runs. And then 
you say who you want to present your vest to you. So anybody can present the vest to you. Okay. It'll be there. It'll be there on the day, and the medal will be there on the day because they send they send it to me, and I take it with me. And, and if, it, if it was race director Rick who did mine, Rick, my hundredth, he'll present it to me there and then, as soon as I cross the line. Well, it, it lets you recover a bit. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Get them emotions <laughs> out of the way. Cause that'd be my, <laughs> them emotions out of the way. Yeah, big beer. <laughs> well, the last run I did, my hundredth, was aptly named "Run to the Pub." Oh wow! And yeah. did you did you afterwards run? Well, we start and finish at the pub, so there's a beer waiting. Oh, brilliant, brilliant! So, that, was, oh. that was a good day. <laughs>